Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. <laughs> They whisper it all over Turkey. Pachalafaka, Pachalafaka. It sounds so romantic and turkey. Oh, yeah. The Soupy Sales classic song about Turkey. All right, enough of that for the old timers. And how ironic, uh, there was Sid Rosenberg last night. At the Pierre Hotel, very shishi upscale, with both um, Rabbi Joe Potasnik and um, Reverend A.R. Bernard kissing uh, Eric Adams's tukus like there was no tomorrow. Their lips were sealed on his tukus. Now, this is after he uh, has basically fled from Washington, D.C., come back to New York to deal with the ongoing corruption of his campaign against me. Uh, We'll deal with that momentarily. But I just want you to to know where everyone... uh, Sid was there to honor the rabbis, right? The rabbis were there to honor Eric Adams. And they were all there to honor A.R. Bernard. And it was one big love fest. And uh, Justin Ellick, do you know what uh, Eric... uh, Adams's best friend, Sid Rosenberg, ordered the turkey. Uh, He wanted the white meat, not the dark meat. Of course, he's a cracker. Uh, Just to put everything into perspective, those are sickle fans, toadies, and lackeys. They can see nothing wrong with Eric Adams. In fact, Rabbi Joe Potasnik and Reverend A.R. Bernard predicted to me that one day he would be in the White House, and I said to them, and they can't deny this, He will never make it to the White House. He will end up in chains and shackles and be taken to the big house for political corruption. I think the over-under point spread should suggest that uh, my scenario is a hell of a lot closer to than uh, Rabbi Joe Potasnik and A.R. Bernard. So let's let's deal with uh, the situation yesterday. Now get this. Turkish money from Turkey, from the country of Turkey. It's a foreign entity sending contributions to a Turkish company that operates construction in Williamsburg. Now, understand when uh, Eric Adams was Brooklyn Borough President, and Borough President should be eliminated. They do nothing. What do they do? Cut ribbons, give out proclamations, and act like they're big shots. He traveled to Turkey six times on Turkish Airlines. Turkish Airlines is partially owned by the government, Erdogan, the dictator, and partially owned by the private sector of Turks. You may have remembered there were a series of very memorable advertisements in which, remember, Kobe Bryant was urging you to take Turkish uh, Airlines, Lionel Messi, Kevin Costner, even God, remember Morgan Freeman, was commanding you to take Turkish Airlines. And, of course, Dr. Oz, who to this day refuses to give up his dual citizenship, one of which is to Turkey. Figure that out. 
but flying side by side with them in first class. Six times, counted six times, was the Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams, specifically to go there and bring back the loot, because that's what these foreign companies, uh, countries do at these foreign festivals that take place in the city of New York, in those foreign countries. They give you cash in an envelope, and that's what he was doing. And clearly, the Turkish government loved Eric Adams so much so that they decided to send money to this construction company right in Williamsburg. It's called KSK Construction Company. They've had some of the biggest contracts in the city. The most recent, the Third Avenue Bridge over the Harlem River, it was completely redone, and they've done other major jobs. Lots of money, lots of contracts, lots of kickbacks. And so KSK Construction, owned by Erdin Arkan, did a fundraiser at their company, and he was bundling checks. So everybody in his company had to donate to Eric Adams. And they were all writing out checks for about $1,100 within that range, which means if they live in the city of New York under campaign financing, you can get $8 for every $1. It exists for all the candidates if you accept campaign financing rules and regulations. Or if you were like Bloomberg, you said, I don't want any campaign financing. Ah, just self-fund. That's a rarity. So in this case, the FBI ended up questioning the people who worked for KSK and asked them directly, did you ever donate to Eric Adams' campaign for mayor? Half of them, uh, Justin Ellick, said, who is Eric Adams? Is that Turks? The other half said, no, I've never made a political donation in my life. And others said, yeah, I did. But my boss, Erdin Arkin, uh, may have sweetened it up for me, making it easier for me to make the 1,100. So uh, we're in there. There were 84 donations. They raised $70,000, not a bad fundraiser, and with matching funds, an additional $64,000. So Eric Adams left there with about $134,000 for one hour. You know, that's sort of like RDI Dallas fundraiser for him recently, right, where they had the, uh, you know, the same kind of setup. This is the way they do business. They're all crooks. They're all crooks. I've been telling you, I don't trust Republicans. I don't trust Democrats. But this is egregious, egregious. And as was said at the opening of the show, Eric Adams goes out of his way for anything having to do with the country of Turkey because they've sweetened him up, including last Friday, right after giving a very spirited speech in Dog Hammarskjöld Plaza, pledging support to the state of Israel, Israel forever, destroy Hamas. Uh, he, uh, all the Jews went, oh, I, we love Eric. There, there was Justin Ellick. Oh, that's my kind of a mayor. Yeah, support Israel. Then on Friday, he's raising the Turkish flag. Erdogan, who had basically, uh, and I'm not even paraphrasing, I'm uh, directly quoting him. They are Mujahideen Hamas. They are freedom fighters. They are liberators. Uh, and they are right to attack Israel because Israel is the oppressors. Now, his brother goes with him everywhere, Bernard. You may have remembered Bernard. Bernard was the guy that he hired from Virginia Commonwealth, who years before had been a member of the NYPD Community Affairs Unit in Queens. He was relegated to parking cars in Virginia Commonwealth. At the start, 
of his mayoralty, he said, I need my brother to be in charge of my police detail. He wanted to pay him $225,000 and make him a deputy uh, chief in the department. Uh, They said, you can't do that. So he ended up working for a dollar. And uh, his compensation, Justin Ellick, at all these events, he picks up the envelopes, the booster bag, the cash. He's wearing a $1,000 Gucci shoes now. Where is a guy like Bernard parking cars at Virginia Commonwealth and only making a dollar from the city of New York end up with $1,000 Gucci uh, shoes, right? So Eric will have with him people who surround himself, who he surrounds himself with, who are part of his entourage, like rappers, uh, like uh, boxers have, like NBA players, like rock stars have. They have entourages, and they got to get paid. And a lot of them are felons, and Eric Adams has acknowledged that. So you can't put them on the city payroll, or you can try to sneak them in, and then they'll get dunkered out. So they get cash. And how do they get cash? For all these appearances that Eric Adams makes, for all these cultural festivals. And let me tell you the sham that he does. Let's uh, use uh, a try it, Justin Ellick. Do you think you can find Azerbaijani on a map? Azerbaijani, you know, next to Armenia, they're like constantly bitter adversaries. Armenians are Christians, and the Azerbaijanis are Muslims. And the Azerbaijanis, it's a dictatorship. Recently, uh, Eric Adams, top fundraiser, chief of staff, campaign manager, uh, master of all, and specialist at all, is Frank Caron, the, the most crooked. He'll be going to jail soon, I've been telling you that. He went to Azerbaijani to meet with the dictator, to lobby him, right? For what? Money. Blood money. So Eric in 2017 goes to a catering hall in Sheepshead Bay, not far from the old Lundies. And it's all Azerbaijanis, recently arrivals in America. And he gives his speech, and at the end of the speech, it's the same speech. You know, it's a cookie cut out speech for every ethnic group. But at the end, he goes, and you know, when I retire, I want to retire uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino, to Baku. First of all, Eric Adams couldn't find Azerbaijani on a map. He wouldn't even know what Baku is. That's the capital city. So all the Azerbaijanis go crazy. Oh, he's going to retire in Baku. So they sweeten up their checks. Then he goes to meet with Israelis in 2021 when he's running against me. Huge gathering of uh, Israelis, many of them with dual citizenship to Israel and the United States. And he goes, you know what? Again, at the end of the speech, it's a cookie cutout speech. Same speech before every ethnic group, except the icing on the cake is, you know, when I retire, Justin Ellick, I think I'm going to retire to the Golan Heights. Now, any Israeli or any Jew would know you don't retire to the Golan Heights. Maybe a lot. Maybe Tel Aviv because of the beaches. You do not retire to Golan Heights. But all the Israelis and all the Jews, yay! Write him a bigger check. Give him more shekels. He has been running this con game on all the ethnic and religious groups. And he always finishes his speech with that remark. Now, how is it that I know this and none of the other media knows it? They know it, but they won't say it. Because then he uses his complexion as his protection and shouts down the McWhitey-Whitey press corps. Well, now, after yesterday's events, which I'm going to explain up next, you think it's time to start flexing press corps? 
You think it's about time to call this racist out who hates crackers and always is bullying you? Let him try to bully me. Ain't going to work. But anyway, this guy is on his way to the big house. I've been saying this for months. And, in fact, Rudy Giuliani, yesterday I was on his show, three to four. He said, you won the bet. You said he'd be going to the big house and not the White House. And that's for sure in chains and shackles. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. So let me explain, ladies and gentlemen, the way it might have been explained in the old FBI, managed by J. Edgar Hoover. Oh, yeah. He produced it, even though it was Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., who was the FBI director on film. And it was a propaganda piece for the FBI. Well, if you've known the FBI, there's the good and the bad, and the sometimes ugly. But I have heard a number of people making excuses for Bobby Menendez, gold ball Bobby Menendez for the second time caught with money sticking out of his customized suits, and for Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan that, oh, uh, because they uh, they stood up to uh, Biden, you know, the DOJ, Department of Justice, the FBI, is going after them. Bull feathers. Bull feathers. Both of these guys are birds of a feather. They are corrupt right down to the, the marrow of their bone. So let's go. Uh, yesterday, Justin, sitting there on the shuttle going to Washington, D.C., was Eric Adams in his $5,000 customized suit. And he was whispering because, you know, wheels were going up any moment. He said, I'm going to Washington, D.C. I'm going for the people. We got to deal with this asylum crisis. I'm going to be joining uh, congressional delegations. We're meeting at the White House. I'm going to be meeting other mayors from other cities that are just as stressed out. Uh, I'll keep you updated all through the day. You remember that, Justin? That's right. That was 745. Wheels up. Off he went from LaGuardia to Reagan Airport, D.C. Uh, he has rats in his entourage, just like they rat to me. But that's I don't have any anything over their head. The FBI, they can really get you to rat, rat out Eric Adams because they can hang something over your head. So they let the FBI know coast is clear. And then all of a sudden, a helicopter at tree level comes in right off of Prospect Park. They come right out of Prospect Park, and they're at treetop level in Crown Heights. And they're right outside of the apartment. It's a brownstone that her family owns of Brianna Suggs. Could I have more of the helicopter, please? Yeah. Remember, they hovered over. They, they, we call that the ghetto bird. They were hovering over the treetops. Everybody is coming out. There's now 80 FBI agents, men and women, coming out of all kinds of unmarked cars. They're on the rooftops. They got the binoculars. They cut off the streets. Nobody is going in. Nobody is going out. 
and sitting on the stoop of the brownstone as the FBI is inside is Brianna Suggs, who's only 25. She's only 25 years old and her father. And you know what happened? They are raiding her her home because she was the number one fundraiser for Eric Adams, raising millions and millions of dollars to beat me. Millions. A 25-year-old young lady with no experience having done this, simply because people would call her up and say, I want to donate to Eric Adams because it looks like he's going to beat Curtis Lewa, and I want to hedge my bet. Because I know when he's in uh, City Hall, I'll get my calls answered and I'll wine him, dine him, and pocket line him for whatever he wants. He sets up nonprofits, whatever. I'm at the beck and call of Eric, but I need certain certain projects. Uh, easy pass through. This is how business is done. I never did business this way. This is the way they do it in the corrupt Brooklyn Democratic machine that Eric Adams was weaned in. So what does she know? She's 25 years old, Justin, right? She's controlled by Ingrid Lewis Martin, who has no title at City Hall. She's not a deputy mayor. She's basically a free agent. When people say, well, what is your title? She goes, I'm the sister ordained by God to be at Eric Adams' side. As you know, now, when you say, who is Ingrid uh, Lewis Martin? She is the one who accompanies him whenever he's at church, and he talks about how God spoke to him 30 years ago. This, She's the one who has urged him to tell this story at Black Baptist churches every Sunday, as he did at Reverend A.R. Bernard's church, right on Flatlands and uh, Pennsylvania Avenue, the megachurch, with 5,000. 30-something years ago, I woke up at my sleep, out of my sleep in a cold sweat. God spoke to my heart and said, you are going to be the mayor January 1st, 2022. And the message was, God stated, you cannot be silent. You must tell everyone you know. Because it's a Judges 7, verse 2 through 7 moment. Because when you win the battle, I don't want you to think that you won on your own. And I don't want people to think that you won because of you, who you are. Of course, of course not. We, we never did. We all, always thought you were a nut job, a schizophrenic uh, who would think you were talking to God. But this is his right-hand gal, Ingrid Lewis Martin, who really controls Brianna Suggs, his top fundraiser. It's all incestuous. It's all incestuous. So Brianna Suggs is sitting on the steps of a brownstone as the FBI is raiding her house with her father. Now, Justin Alec, who do you think her first call is to? It's to her handler, Ingrid Lewis Martin. I'm not going down with the ship. I'm too young to be doing federal time. I'm telling you, Ingrid, you better tell Eric Adams to get his tuckers back here because I'm not going to go to jail for him. Now, he's already in Washington. He's ready to walk into the White House for the meeting he's been kvetching about for weeks and weeks you got the socialist mayor there from Chicago. You got the mayor from Denver. You got the mayor from Houston. They're all there. Congressional delegations are there. Mayorkas is there. They're all there, probably waiting for Joe Biden, you know, to have his B-12 shot and to be able to come out and act normal for maybe like five or ten minutes. 
And he books up, gets back on the shuttle, and comes back. Now, you know damn well. Brianna is telling Ingrid Lewis Martin, or maybe even spoke to Eric Adams himself, and told him, you better get your blankety-blank back here, because I ain't going down for you. The FBI just took over my brownstone. They took everything out of there. And my daddy, her father's right there, is telling me I cannot go to jail for this nonsense. I was just doing what Ingrid told me to do. And you, Eric, so you better get back here. You think the mayor would leave city, excuse me, the White House, something he wanted for months, a meeting there, in order to come back unless it was to save his own tookers. You know damn well that's what it is. And I got to tell you, this is all because of the fruit of the Eric O'Ridge tree, which I've been telling you about for months and months. Again, just a recap. Eric Ulrich was a crooked Republican city councilman in Howard Beach, who then became the crooked county Republican leader in Queens, who was a Bonanno affiliate. He owed the Bonanno crime family $600,000 in a vig in gambling debts. He was a degenerate gambler. Everybody in Howard Beach knew. All you had to do is go to New Park Pizzeria, get a slice and a Coke, and say, what can you tell me about Eric Ulrich? And he'll say, oh, he owes 20000 more after last night, the card game in Ozone Park, in the basement. Degenerate gambler. The Bonanno family controlled him. So this is what happens. He becomes an Eric Adams Republican. Frank Carone, who is the fixer, goes up to him and says, Hey, Eric, it could be a spot for you in the administration, but you got to raise a million dollars from construction firms. Now, remember, a million dollars in matchable money. It's not a total million dollars. you got to give out half of that, and the rest will be matched by the campaign uh, control board through the city tax dollars. So Eric Ulrich, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I ain't supporting Curtis, that's for sure. This guy has been calling me a crook on WABC and says I'm affiliated with the Bonanno crime family for years, which was all true, all true. And so now he has the fundraiser at Russo's on the Bay. All the construction guys are there. And they all contribute. And if they happen to be from the city, it's matching funds. And by the way, I'm sure some of them were straw purchases. Uh, the FBI will probably be looking into that. That's donations that are made in the names of people who did not actually give the money, uh, but may have been given by the boss in their name and sweetened them up, say, hey, don't worry about it, forget about it, I got it, I got it, I got it. So Eric Ulrich became the golden child. He was able to deliver on his promise to Frank Carone and Eric Adams. So they gave him a job in the basement of City Hall for a few months, and then they made him the building's commissioner. That's like putting the fox in the chicken coop. This guy wouldn't know what to do with a bag of nails and a hammer. I mean, not at all. The Bonanno crime family, which still has its uh, tentacles into the construction industry, had an easy pass. They're coming in and out. They're getting variances. They're getting anything they want. And eventually, Eric Adams is up in the Bronx with uh, his uh, mentor, Eric Adams, and his brother, Bernard, who's still with him at that time as part of his police detail, takes Eric Ulrich's phone and takes the chip out and then gives it back. And then Eric Adams tells him, hey, you better watch who you're talking to. So Eric Adams already knows 
he's under supervision. Little did we realize by Alvin Bragg, who two months later pulls Eric Ulrich off the street outside of his apartment and then sweats him down and then takes the chip out. And now he knows everybody that Eric Ulrich is talking to. That's why you can't talk to Eric Ulrich. He's wired up like a Christmas tree. He's been charged with 16 felonies by Alvin Bragg. Plus, the FBI now is all over Howard Beach, all over the Rockaways, asking guys, did you ever loan money to Eric Ulrich? Now, it's the FBI doing this. No longer Alvin Bragg, the district attorney's investigators. So this case is huge. And I am telling you, you know the proverb, a man is judged by the company he keeps. But let's see, Eric Adams, he hangs out with drug dealers and rappers. He says he mentors them. He hangs out with convicted felons, the Petrosian brothers, Robin and John, at their uh, at their restaurant where he gets free food, Osteria La Baia, free food. And he hangs out in their apartment across the street from the United Nations in the Trump Tower. He's seen there regularly. He hangs out at Consofrito, owned by Jimmy Rodriguez, a convicted felon. And remember, he appointed to be his deputy mayor of public safety, Phil Banks, an unindicted co-conspirator who was implicated with the two Orthodox fundraisers for Bill de Blasio, Reichnitz and Reichberg, who gave him gifts, trips to the DR, Israel. And uh, when he would get on the plane, uh, Eric, excuse me, um, Justin, Justin Ellick, when they get on the plane at Teterboro, the stewardess would say, coffee, tea, or me, which meant that she would uh, orally fillet them or deal with their sexual needs. So he should have been in jail. So look at all of this. The fruits of the Eric Ulrich rotten tree are coming to the forefront. I've told Sid Rosenberg, don't talk to Eric Ulrich. He's wired up like a Christmas tree. I told Joe Borelli, don't talk to Eric Ulrich. They all said, no, 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 I'm going to talk to him. I'm gonna, okay, go ahead. The guy is a rat. He's gone from ratting out people, Alvin Bragg, DEA, to now ratting out people to the FBI. And he's going to take, he's going to try to take Eric Adams down. Even though Eric Adams gave a job to his girlfriend that he lives with in the Rockaways a month after Eric is pulled over by Alvin Bragg. She's the conservative for Gracie Mansion. I never knew she had that experience. His two former chiefs of staff, one actually related to Rudy Giuliani, are hired by City Hall, and they've been given pay raises to do nothing. It's no-show jobs, feather bedding jobs. The walls are closing in. The corruption is so obvious. And I'm telling you, Yesterday, it was a 25-year-old fundraiser, Brianna Suggs, controlled by Ingrid and Lewis Martin. Tomorrow, it'll be the capo di tutti of all crooks surrounding Eric Adams, Frank Caron. And up next, I'm going to tell you what the solution will be when Eric Adams, instead of going to the White House, goes to the big house in chains and shackles for political corruption. This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. 
Remember, Justin Ellick, when I said the original hip-hop mayor, Kwame Kilpatrick of Detroit, ended up getting 30 years in federal prison for corruption and then was uh, pardoned by President Donald Trump. So the second hip-hop mayor is Eric Adams, is what he says on the hip-hop mayor. Well, the walls are closing in, and I got to assume that at some point, They had that come-to-Jesus meeting with them, the FBI, as they had with Elliot Spitzer, when they said to then-Governor Elliot Spitzer, we got you on a man act transporting prostitutes across state lines for the purpose of prostitution. Uh, That means doing federal time. Okay, it'll be in a federal camp, but you can continue to be governor. We're going to indict you, uh, but you will be injured and you will die a thousand deaths. Remember what Elliot Spitzer did, as big and bad as he was, the slayer of Wall Street. He folded like a cheap camera. He said, I tell you what, let's make a deal. I leave the governorship, no charges against me. Suave, they said. Guess who got the call that morning? My husband-in-law, David Patterson. It's your lucky day. You're the governor of the state of New York. And as he said, it's my worst nightmare. Because being lieutenant governor means it's a no-show job. You do nothing all day. Now you had to actually do something. So I believe the process will get down to the fact that there are people in Eric Adams' inner circle who've never dealt with the feds before. They don't know how to deal with those who uh, investigate uh, public corruption, as they call it. By the way, Alvin Bragg, that's what he did in the U.S. Attorney's Office of the Southern District. He was the public corruption prosecutor. Uh, he does relatively well at that. And, and that, he's the Manhattan District Attorney. This is the U.S. Attorney of the Southern District. I forget the young, uh, man's name. He's an African American. Uh, so you got two African Americans who are all over Eric Adams. Now, he can't play the race card. What's he gonna say? Hey, it's white racists who are trying to indict me? What's he gonna say? It's Joe Biden's Department of Justice that's trying to get me? Because, uh, you know, I stood up to him about illegal aliens. No. Alvin Bragg is his best buddy. U.S. Attorney for the Southern District. I don't know what his relationship is, but he's a young African-American. He can't play the race card. So this is my suggestion, because I'm calling for him to resign. Resign now. You cannot focus on this investigation into corruption, which completely envelops you and deal with this emergency of the illegal aliens that you welcomed in that you, in your own words, says is going to destroy us. Resign now. The governor, Governor Holcomb, would have to call a special election within 60 to 90 days. In that period of time, this is the bad part, Jumani Williams, the public advocate, would serve as the mayor for 60 to 90 days, and then there would be a nonpartisan election, a special election involving ranked choice. I got to tell you, if that happens, I'm jumping in because there are going to be a lot of Democrats jumping in, and there will probably be some Republicans who will be jumping in just to stop me from becoming the mayor of the city of New York like they've always done. But wouldn't that be a much better solution than an injured Eric Adams who is going to spend every working day now trying to avoid being arrested by the FBI because the walls are closing in, and that means more more illegal aliens flooding in. 
than to potentially have somebody like myself who could get uh, take over this city a lot quicker and do a much better job at cleaning up this city and getting us back on track and packing the bags of the illegal aliens and sending them to their Papa Chulo in Washington, D.C., Joe Biden. 